You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission, it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to this episode of the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast, where we talk to local running legend Orb Henricks. Orb has run all of his life, and he really cannot imagine a life without running. Enjoy. Today on Fit Mind Fit Body, I am excited to introduce you all to someone who is a running legend where I live, Orb Henricks. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. It is an absolute pleasure. I'm very excited to learn more about you because I know quite a bit about your running. Well, sort of, a little bit. <laughs> I just know that yeah. you're a bit of a legend and every time we have something that's long and extreme or whatever, you turn up. In fact, um, we'll probably get into it later, but one of my earlier memories of you is going round and round and round and round and round and round and round. Um, and, <laughs> you know, people having to count how many laps we did of the of those tracks out there and how amazing you were at that stuff. So. Anyway, let's start with your background. Where did you grow up? I uh, grew up in Launceston. I've been here all my life. Sort of, I lived at um, Ravenswood yep. for quite a few years. And yeah, it, sort of, it, it had a bit of a reputation back in the day, but it's, yeah. it was a pretty good place to live, to live and grow up. So yeah, I liked it. And that's where you did school? Yeah, I went to Ravenswood Primary and Ravenswood High. Mm-hmm. Sort of, yeah, that was might have been where I learned to run. Maybe I was running away yeah. from everybody. <laughs> nah. was uh, it was a good, good place. A big thing, like at at school, sport. Uh, back when when well when I was growing up, it was yeah. Like that's all you did. You had the, you ran and you played footy or you played cricket. Yeah, there was like soccer wasn't a big thing. All the other sports weren't as big. Sort of it was just the the main footy, cricket, or soccer. Yeah, I mean sorry, running. And that, that's, that was about it. And for the, for the boys, anyway. did you have, um, do you have siblings? Yeah, I've got four sisters. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, they're all good. I'm I actually was, one of five. Yeah. And there's, a, I've only got one brother. So he also has uh, four sisters. <laughs> he's the lucky kid then, isn't he? He's like exactly. Me. Exactly. So where are you in your pile of kids? Um, second. A it second? Was, yeah, me mm-hmm. elder sister, she lives down Hobart mm-hmm. and she was 18 months older than me. Okay. And then there was me. And then yeah. Yeah, they tried for another boy three more times, but it just didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so they give up. In my 20s, I spent a little bit of time working at Centrelink and I would see so many times where people would have like six boys or six girls and yeah. my brain's like, yeah. I bet they just kept going so they could have yeah. the other six. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. It never works out. No, no. Anyway, um, were your family very sporty when you were growing up? Yeah, like my dad, he always, he's always been quite active. He, yeah. he was he used to go to gyms all the time and play played lots of footy. Yeah. And um, mum's side of the family sort of all her brothers were quite sporty mm-hmm. so I don't, don't know much I don't think it was much on the her sister's side mum was one of 13 oh wow so, yeah so she was in the in the middle in the middle there but yeah all, all her brothers they could turn their hand to any sport and off they'd go they'd be oh, good at anything golf amazing. football yeah you know lucky buggers <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair and no. we <laughs> Were your sisters very sporty at school? Yeah, yeah they, they all dabbled at it, sort of. Mm. Yeah, like none of them ever really ran. As mm. to say, well, we did have, we did little laughs and stuff like that. But yeah. they were more into their softballs and, and okay. Higaro, things like that, sort of. Yeah. yeah. They, 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 they just sort of dabbled at it for a little while. And then, yeah. yeah just, Even hearing you say that your dad went to the gym, because, yeah. I mean, that wasn't 10 years ago. We're talking no. about quite a few years ago. Because yeah. you, yeah. you're not, you know, you and I aren't that dissimilar in age. But I can just even thinking of what gyms were around when I was a kid. I mean, I grew up on King Island, to, so it's not exactly. Be, 
<laughs> was it a muscle world or health and fitness where okay. health and fitness is now yeah. he, he was there when steve sweeney started yep. that up and he, a lot of years at theogenies yeah so, so he, he i guess um what i'm thinking is that's really cool that your dad demonstrated to your kids that even as an adult you know there's you know many adults when i was growing up did go and play you know the um social soccer at uh, not soccer well, probably soccer but more cricket and and footy yeah like that yeah. was quite common because it was sort of a mate thing to do but yeah. the, the going to the gym is kind of a deliberate it's a bit like you know us running recreationally it's yeah. sort of a deliberate way to stay fit i suppose and it just that so that seems like a pretty good example that your dad yeah i remember from when i was a kid like he used to take me to the gym with him yeah i'd, I'd be able to get on the bike or on the little bounce at trampolines and do some stuff while he was in there pumping some weights and then he let me run home <laughs> How so supportive. I'd run home from Theodosies up, good old Henry Street and oh all the God. way home. Oh my gosh. How old were you then? Uh, probably about 12. Wow. So I'd already, I'd already started a little ass and things like that. And I just sort of just yeah. love running. So so they're very supportive yeah. to your family. They, the oh, they were, yeah. yeah. I'd take you anywhere, do anything. Mum, I remember um, when I used to run in that in the cross country, my mum joined up for a couple of years. And as she because we used to run with north yeah yeah she joined up for a couple of years just to say that she could do it and oh for the dad dad had a go at the track and field a couple of times yeah over the, over the when i was a lot younger but yeah yeah oh, i think i didn't have a go we were always we were a little bit competitive i used to let him beat me <laughs> that was very good of you oh that was all right <laughs> so you obviously well i assume you did quite well it's at running at school. Not, yeah, not too bad, sort of. Yeah. From when I was probably eleven, I made quite a few state teams and yeah. always done reasonably well. So, yeah. yeah. So what do you think drove you to keep running? You know, through your, especially you know, as you get into a teen, becoming a teenager and things like that. It's there's lots of other things that you could, you know, your attention could be taken away too. What do you think kept you running? I've, you just, still do yeah just, just love just, it yeah like it's just you can get it and go for running like it, it, if you've got any stress or whatever you just you don't have to think about it you just get out and go for a run somewhere and it just sort of everything just sort of melts away and yeah come back and you're feeling good so even when you were a kid you were getting that kind of or recognizing that that it it felt good to go yeah, for that run yeah, mm. yeah. I got, sometimes i'd used to run twice a day just oh, been before before school and after school and yeah all that sort of stuff and yeah just sort of it was good good for me do you think it became a part of like your identity even back then like at, at school you know when I was at school you yeah. had you know, the kids that were sporty and the kids were good at sport and then there were kids that were read books all day and there were kids that yeah. just mucked up or whatever but yeah. yeah it was part of your identity I, I think so yeah mm -hmm. like everyone always asking me now are you still running are you still running mm -hmm. yeah of course i am not it's not as not as not as serious about it anymore but yeah i just do, do it just for the sheer enjoyment now when i can yeah. get out so, yeah so yeah. you get to the end of school what did you do tell me some more about your life apart from running <laughs> yeah um, so I went to work yeah. of, it, what, what what did you do what sort of work did you do oh god i Back then, you could sort of pick and choose what you wanted to do. And yeah. um, I think in the first two years, I probably had probably ten different jobs. Wow! None, none, I didn't like didn't like it, or I'd yeah. stay in it for a while, and and then yeah, you just sort of most of them were casual jobs and stuff like yeah. that. Because mm -hmm. I, I did I did intend intend to go back to school mm -hmm. after grade ten. Not even rolled out at TAFE and that sort of stuff, but I got a job. Yeah, that happens. I liked it so. Certainly, like making money is that <laughs> that turned to be a, a big yeah, reason that, that for some was, people. Right, and sort of yeah. yeah, just just something different. Yeah. Sort of, I, I like I like school, but it sort of really wasn't for me. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. I can say that now. You <laughs> can. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, I got I like the idea of school, but yeah, just sort of. I'd had enough for the time I got to grade yep. 10, I suppose. Yep. But, yeah. Yeah, sort of. After that, I um, 
got married mm -hmm. and that takes up a lot of your time <laughs> it does and then you have kids kids and oh my god it gets goes, goes on and on and on yeah <laughs> So during during all the period when you were working and get married and you started having kids, are you still running? Not as much as I wanted to, because mm -hmm. like mar like getting married and sort of setting up a house and that sort of stuff, that does take a lot of your time and working and yeah. And then I, I suppose I moved away, not moved away for I, I didn't run as much as I did for quite a few years. Sort of yeah, and I had a few setbacks. You know, like with family life and that when I first got married yeah so that sort of played played with me mental health side of things and yeah. sort of I just didn't want to run anymore I didn't mm -hmm. not want to run but just sort mm -hmm. of couldn't get myself out the door all the time to go for a run mm. isn't it interesting we talk about that sometimes on the podcast because often those moments are actually the time when we would benefit from going for a run for mental health That's, reasons isn't it yeah I know mm. yeah. like now I just yeah oh but it was, it was quite uh, major problems back then, and sort of mm. with, with family life, and that was it was different yeah. for me, I suppose. Yeah, so I was trying trying to do the right thing and get things sorted, and yeah, yeah, yeah. just so prioritising. Just yeah, your focus right. was sort of on on sorting that out, yeah. But it was never far from my mind. I was always always get out when I could. Yeah. <laughs> We just dropped, lost a bit of the audio then. You just kind of, oh, uh, oh, there you go. You're back now. Oh, sorry. Hey. <laughs> sorry. I don't know whether it's just, you know, sometimes uh, the audio. Just probably just me. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah. You just stayed very still. So I don't think it was you. <laughs> just these things happen. So, how many kids have you, do you have? Well, I have seven. Wow. I lost, yeah, so. Um, I lost the first two when they were born oh, years ago. Yeah. So that, that's why I had a lot of yeah. trouble and issues and stopped doing yeah. this and that and whatever. But yeah, yeah I've got um, five kids now. Yeah. Same, same as me, four girls and one boy. That's amazing. <laughs> it's, oh, it's unheard of, I tell you. <laughs> it's just history repeating itself. That's crazy. So, yeah, they're, they're all good. So they're, all, they're all grown up kids now. So the youngest one's 22. And, and have they grown up seeing you? you know, run, I suppose. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Sort of, that's sort of all, all from, yeah, from when they were really young, they've sort of, they've just, oh, where's dad? He's out for a run. So, <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll just go back when I started to run again. I just sort of, yeah, fell into place and I just ran. So you, like, how many years do you think you had off, you know, regular running? It sounds like it. you never really completely stopped, but. Yeah, probably 10 years. Okay. Yeah. And that's like I didn't, yeah, it'd probably be close to 10 years, I reckon. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I had another oh, two years. I had an injury from running. Mm -hmm. And the only, way I, the only way I could get rid of it was to stop altogether. Oh. So that's what I had to do. How did that go? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I, I, tried, I tried to run through it. Uh, the, the doctors have said, "Look, you're just going to have to stop." Yeah, so I was so, a bit disappointed, but I took took a long time to come to terms with the fact that I couldn't run for a while. Yeah, and yeah. What did but you I, do I still, instead? Went to the gym. Of course. <laughs> tried just tried to stay active and and motivated because I knew I knew it'd come right eventually. Yeah. But yeah, to sort of started doing gym work and things like that to sort of strengthen up other muscles and so forth. And, yeah. So, yeah. do you think knowing that that it was didn't mean the end of you know your running career or that you wouldn't be able to keep running was was you know something that kept you going? It kept you going to the gym. It kept you motivated yeah. to to stay fit so that you could yeah. make the most you know, of I, it. I think back in back years ago when we used to run, there wasn't a lot of cross training back then. It was mm. more you just you just ran, and that's mm -hmm. what you did. Yeah. Now now that I'm wiser and older, <laughs> you, you, you try to um, mix it up a little bit. You cross train, you do different other things, and you ride the bike. You do yeah. light weights, or well, not light weights, but weights at the gym just to mm -hmm. strengthen up other bits and pieces. And yeah, yeah. so that you don't have um, injuries as easily. <laughs> yeah. 
something like that. We could talk in a minute about how maybe you, you know, the injury you have right now isn't really actually running. No, <laughs> what no. you just said, which is, um, anyway, we can get into that in a minute. Um, your children, are they sporty? Do they, have they taken after their dad? The younger ones did. Mm-hmm. It was like um, Tiffany, I, like I was a bit of a, a meanie when I, when they were younger, oh, not a meanie, but they had sports going everywhere. Like they were, every Saturday you'd be going from one sports ground to everywhere. Yep. And I thought, oh, we're just going to have a go at little athletics. <laughs> so much to their disgust, they, um, well, it wasn't a complete stop to whatever they were doing, but I got them to have a go at their lass and, yeah. and they loved it. So, so yeah, and yeah, Tiffany, she, she went really well. She was a yeah. sprinter, but yeah. completely opposite to me. She was just a little gun. Yeah. And, yeah, she made the state title a few times and oh wow. Um went to the nationals, uh, broke quite a few records because she was a little, a little little speedster. Yeah. And then the other one, Bianca. Oh, she wasn't I mean, she was good, mm-hmm. but yeah, she excelled at the hurdles. So oh. They, which was even weirder again. <laughs> So they're doing the 80 or 90 meter hurdles, whatever they're doing back then. And sort of that, that was her thing. And once they found, like they had lots of friends there. And once they found something that they were good at or what they wanted to do, they, yeah. they loved it. So they'd come training and we'd, oh, I'd, I'd take them training and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But the, the youngest one, she never really got into any athletics. She was sort of the last one to come along and I didn't really, all the, other, the others were over it by then sort of thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny how that happened. Because they end up letting them do their own thing, and yeah, and like my me and Tiffany, we we stayed in athletics for quite a few years. That's this is when I started running it again. Yeah, joined joined um, Western Suburbs. Yeah, and we were trained with them for quite a few years. So is that why you started running again? You know, you had that sort of ten year break from real regular running. Yeah, that that break, and then now that the kids were getting interested in again, that sort of sparked my interest back up a lot more and and then when I could of course I work shift work yeah um it was easier for me to start running again yeah I'd take I'd take him to school drop him off and then I could just have three or four hours in a day or I could go for a run or go for a ride or whatever and then it just sort of evolved from there so what work were you doing um I still do work I work for Camelco oh yeah Um, down, down Georgetown I've yep. been in there for nearly 30 years now. So, oh wow, piece of the furniture. Oh, don't say it like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, yeah, my, my daughter not, was at Tempco for a while. She, yeah, she's now at Savage River now. Yeah, it's not, not a bad place to work. They look after you pretty well. Yeah. And, and well, back when I first started, they were on eight hour, eight, uh, seven days a week, eight hours a day. Yeah. Which was pretty horrendous. You do a day, afternoon, and night. Mm. But then after, oh, probably five or six years they went on to 12 hour shifts mm-hmm. which was really good for me yeah because you get a lot you get a lot of days off through the week which is what I like you have every yeah. second weekend off mm-hmm. and and a lot of time to do things that you don't normally get to do so like four I, days on four days off type of arrangement is it uh, we we do um it's called called the sportsman's roster oh. so we, we <laughs> don't do any more than three days in a row wow so, yeah we do that like, it's like three two two three Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no more than three days in a row. And one, one week you do five days, the next week you do two. Okay. Out of the week. So yeah, it's yep. pretty good. Nice. Well, that is awesome. And I'm glad that it, it allows you to to go and train as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I, was, I was never at home when the kids were at school. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> are, your, are any of your kids now as adults, are they doing any kind of sport for themselves? Uh, not really because... Um, Tiffany, oh, me, me boy, he, he's all grown up and got his own kids and doing his own thing. And, yep. and the other daughter's pretty much the same, married and whatever, yep. not mm-hmm. sports minded. She would be if she could be. But, um, and Tiffany and Bianca, they stopped because they both did their ACLs. Oh. Yeah. Ouch. When they were young. Mm. So Tiffany, Tiffany did hers when she was about 16, playing mm. touch football. Uh-huh. Uh, Bianca did hers, doing the favourite one, the um, 80 metre hurdles. Oh, no. Yeah, she was coming down in the hurdles and she was winning. 
Yeah. And crashed into the last hurdle and fell and did her ACL. Oh, no. That's only, only 13. And they had, to, they had to wait until she stopped growing until they repaired it. So mm-hmm. they got to wait for the bones to yeah. finish growing and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. but yeah, so that, that put an end to them. But they, they, they are still going to the gym and so forth. Yeah. So, yeah. so they and, still have an interest in staying yeah, fit in staying some fit way. And healthy. Yeah. I think you know, we talk about on in the podcast, you know, I've got five kids and yeah. to me um, the fact that I am, you know, even as an adult and now a grandmother, I'm still going out and running and, and trying to keep myself fit. And to me that gives it, that's now in their toolbox as well, just like your yeah. kids, even if they're not doing it right now, it's something yeah. they know that they can do. It's not like a, you know, the kids that only ever, um, did sport because they were told to at school and just and their parents don't do it they've got no example to follow yeah, like, um, my or the younger daughters especially like they were always wanting to start running again so they'll yeah. ring up and say oh dad oh, oh, i want to start going running again what what, what should i do and <sighs> sort of tell them a bit of a couple of little things to do and and then off they'll go they'll stick at it for a little while yeah but they, they mainly go to the gym that now because yeah like everyone, they're, they're all busy with their own lives and trying to fit in everything where they can. Yeah, it is such a busy time. Yeah. All right, tell me, what does your running look like at the moment? Or at the moment, I'm not, you're not <laughs> running at all? Yeah. Oh, no. Um, well, when I was, uh, this is probably about four months ago, mm-hmm. um, I was running probably three to four times a week. Yep. And probably wasn't going on distance or anything i'd just go out for an hour yeah and just run how i feel if i was feeling okay i'd run a little quicker if not i'd just plod around and have a look at everything yeah. and just whatever but yeah i also um i'm a gym instructor now too oh wow yeah so that was I always like i say i've always had an interest in the gym and then probably six seven years ago i did my cert four and became a um, gym instructor. That's awesome. Where do you do that? At the Aquatic Centre. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, um, it's Les Mills based yeah. program, and they're all um, quite high intensity, most of the ones I do. Yeah. So that's that's good. pretty cool. And how often do you take classes or whatever? Um, I, I, I was. Um, I was taking probably 10 classes a week. Wow. Because that'll keep you fit itself, isn't yeah. it? I assume you're the, the person out the front actually yeah. also doing it, not just sitting on the side yeah, no. telling people what to do. Yeah, telling them, <laughs> so I'll yeah, instruct the class. So yeah. So with, with all the running and everything and working and trying to squeeze in 10 classes a week. Wow. Busy. So pretty good. Yeah. Plus, um, my partner, I'd go and help her with her classes. So <laughs> so if, if you took all that into account, I'd probably be doing uh, at least 15 classes a week. Oh, wow. Depend, depending on... The hours that I work at work. Yeah. So yeah. I just don't, the only days I couldn't go to the gym was when I'm on day shift. So. <laughs> so right now, however, as you alluded to right a minute now, ago, you can't run. <laughs> right now, I can't do anything. So. You want I'm to just... explain to people what what you've done to yourself, young man? The tendon that holds your um, top of the elbow, the elbow in on the rotator mm-hmm. cuff, that um, snapped off the bone. So, I just slipped and fell and landed on my elbow, oh. which jarred up through my shoulder. Oh. And heard that little pop that thinks, oh, something's give away. So, oh, but, no. mm, but being a bloke, just didn't worry about it. All that good stuff, mm-hmm. it'll come right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But one thing I can say, like, it, it wouldn't go back on by itself. That'd be surgically done. Again. Yeah. But, um, it was sore, but it was manageable. Like you okay. could do different, you could just adapt what you, because I was still taking classes right up mm. until the day I went into surgery. Excellent. <laughs> That's what I thought too. Well, if they say, if, I guess if you weren't doing any more damage and you no, could put it, up it, with it, the it, uncomfort, the it, discomfort. It, it's not going to get any worse. It's not, it's not going to put itself back together miraculously or anything. Even though I told them I'm a really fast recoverer, I thought, yeah. you'll, you'll put it on there and I'll be back at the gym the next week. But, nah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's yep. just it's just a process now. We've got a, I've got things that I can do at certain times. Yeah. In the next 
um, couple of months. How so, long are they are they telling you? The full recovery? Full recovery is over uh, eighteen months. Okay. So that I was went to the um, see the doctor, the surgeon yesterday, and he said it's it's going good. Um, I've mm -hmm. got to stay in the sling for another six weeks. Yep. And then depending on how it's going, I might be able to start running again. That would That's be good. awesome. Because, I mean, I know you do use your shoulders, but nowhere near as much as your legs. So, I mean, uh, yeah. you know, it's a bit of a blessing that it wasn't a similar kind of hip uh, thing or something because that's oh, a bit yes. more mechanical yeah, or knee. Yeah, so that, that, that was the reason I stopped because it was hurting through my shoulder and up through the back mm. of my neck. Um, but, yeah, now hopefully it'll be good when I start again. So, yeah. like, I was only supposed to ever do build up to half an hour of walking every day after surgery but um oh, it's just yeah you know, i've been out for probably three or four hour walks of a day uh-huh so it's good sort of it's all you can do my arms in the sling it's not going anywhere sort of excellent know. how are you coping with that in your mind that you can't go for a run at least for the next few weeks well, as long as i can see the light at the end of the tunnel it's not too bad yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, we, we talk often about identity and we've already talked about it today, but it sounds to me like you've always thought of yourself as a runner. Would you say that's true? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've just, I've, yeah, I, whenever I've stopped, I've never been, it's never been far out of my mind. It's always mm. in there to go for a run. Mm. But yeah, I was sort of, yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, I've, I've always thought of myself. Yeah. somebody that loves to run so yeah and yeah. how long do you think you'll run for once you get back to running <laughs> a few weeks <laughs> that's good a long time yeah forever <laughs> yeah. i mean i've still got goals that i'll or especially recently like i want to challenge yes. myself a little bit more yeah. not not, of, to, not not what i used to do but what yeah, sort I'll, of goals I'll, do you have for the future at the moment oh i'd love to run an, another marathon mm -hmm. so yeah um a road marathon? Yeah. yeah. And trail marathons. Mm. I was um, talking to my partner the other day. I was looking up the um, Launceston Urban Fringe Trail. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's a 100K or something, rather. And I've been studying the map where it goes and everything. So oh, wow. One, one day in the future, I'm going to get out and just have a little run around that. I love I probably that. won't do it all in one day, but over a couple of days and build up to do something. You say that now, but I feel like you probably aim to do all of it at some point in one run. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. just little, little goals. Yeah, yeah. So, so for you, are your goals now not so much time related, but more, you know, like that's a challenge, you know, that as you were yeah. just describing it. So it's not necessarily about beating either someone else's time or even your own time, or do you still have have goals around I, I, those? I think the goals? goal is just for me to get out and challenge myself and, and mm. see if I can do it. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. it's just little, little things like that sort of, you don't have, it's not a, oh, for me now, it's not about win, winning races or yeah. running as far as you can, as fast as you can. It's just getting out and enjoying it now and yeah, and just taking the time to in, enjoy yourself while you're doing it. So in the past, because there'll be some people who listen to this who don't know, who Orb is and some of the things that you, you have done. Tell us a little bit about some of the running achievements that you've done as an adult in the last, you know, couple of decades. Running probably three or four times over the Cradle Mountain yeah. to Lake Sinclair run. Yeah. That's, a great, that's a great run. That one. I just, I love the walk. I'd love to run it. I need to do that. <laughs> Challenging. Um, yeah. I've, I've run quite a few ultra marathons. Did a couple of hundred k runs, and mostly um, trail or also yeah, mostly, uh, mostly trail. Mm -hmm. I've done uh, a dozen or more marathons mm -hmm. on, on the road. Mm -hmm. Did a lot of fifty um, k runs, mainly all the long stuff, mainly trail runs and off road yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I did the Three Peaks race. <gasps> wow. I did that. Oh, I was disappointed. I did, I did it for nine years and then I thought I'll have one year off and go to the Australian Masters because oh. I guess this is back when I was running at track and field and everything too. 
and had one year off to go to the Masters and went back and they stopped it. <laughs> and oh, they, that they, was the year they stopped. Oh, no. that, that was the year they stopped. So oh. it would have been my 10th year, but uh, wow. should, then in hindsight, I was, I was a bit disappointed. I missed out on 10 years and that I did something different. So yeah. that was all right. That, that was an amazing race, actually. Oh, that was an unbelievable race. Yeah. Sort of running, sailing, everything. Yeah, it's, it was harder than I thought it would be because mm. um, I, didn't, I didn't know a lot about sailing when I first started up in it. Mm-hmm. And I, that was the thing. And anyway, um, the, the year I first did it, um, I applied for, to go onto a team and had no luck. Sort of, yeah. well, I was getting too close to it. So I took the family to um, the Gold Coast for a holiday. Okay. And while I was up there, one of the blokes that owns the boat that I went on, he rang me and said, oh, are you interested in running? I said, God, yeah. And I said, but I'm on up in the Gold Coast at the moment. I'll be home in a week. Yeah. And he said, oh, well, let me know when you're home and I'll come out and we'll have a chat about it. So anyway, I rang him up when I got home and he came out to my place when I was living out at St. Leonard's. And sort of he, he got out of the car, I walked out to meet him, and he just said, yep, you'll do. Wow. He didn't even ask me name or whatever. He just said, yep, you'll do. <laughs> so I said, Sensei. And from then, yeah, never looked back. So oh, not in nine amazing. years in a row with them. Yeah. A couple of different boats in that. Yeah. And, you know, like I say, just, I learned a lot about sailing. And, you get, and of course, you're on, on a small boat with, mm. a, with a lot of different people. And a lot of different personalities. It sort yeah. of you learn how to deal with all everybody's, and they're they're all really good, nice people. I yeah. wouldn't say a bad word against them. Sort of, but yeah, it's challenging. It's kind of yeah. it's part adventure, isn't it? There's something oh. you know where it's not just you know lining up at the Melbourne Marathon or whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. there's something about the adventure, and the same with the the uh, overland track and and yeah. some of the other things that you've done. It's yeah. it's just. A bit more than just going for a run, even. That's uh, a little bit more, yeah. <laughs> because I remember the, the first time when we got into Lady Baron, we'd been out in the water for probably 10 or 12 hours. And you think you're all right, then you get off the boat, you get your gear checked, and then you start to run, and then you got the sea legs, and you're going, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> yeah, every, time you look down, every time you look down at your feet, you want to fall over. So you just oh, got to look up. That's crazy. And then, and it no, might even be dark and you've got a head torch yeah, like, on and you've got to two, run up a mountain. Two, two o'clock in the morning. Exactly. Whatever time it is, you just got to get off, get your gear yeah. and go. So. Yeah, it's madness. It's just uh, having, I've sailed to um, Flinders Island and walked up that mountain, <laughs> but all in like daylight and, yeah. um, you know, and not running and not, you know, yeah. it wasn't a race. Mind you, the skipper of the boat has been in that race. So it was interesting yeah. to be able to talk to him about it and, um, Rob Brunning and talk to him about okay. you know the the adventure as well and what it was like to run up that mountain in the in the dark and things like that. It, it was weird because there's only probably out of all the times I've done it, probably only, only have been up in the daylight once. <laughs> so, and I got all all the mountains that are in around there. Yeah, there's probably only uh, once or twice they've been done in. I've I've, I've ran them in the daylight. Oh wow. So, you got to have a good, the good torch and yeah. all that sort of stuff. All and the gear. That was pretty, pretty cool though. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd would love to, for it to come back again because I'd, I'd definitely train up to do it again. It's quite a challenge for those who aren't sure. It's a sailing and running up mountains, and each mountain is a, a marathon type of distance. And uh, there's three of three mountains, isn't there? And yeah. the first one was 60, 64 kilometers, mm-hmm. and then the next two were about 33 kilometers each mm, yeah yeah just just good mountain running yeah it's so yeah. good it's like little mountain goats get to do it yeah. <laughs> and of course you know you're also faced with the weather i mean you are anyway when you go out on a trail run but the weather has an even larger effect on boats floating around on the water <laughs> oh god yeah yeah <laughs> it's some interesting times oh wow so uh, when you look back at a lot of the running you've done what stands out as is the you know things that you've loved? I reckon probably when I was coaching kids, yeah. I, I, I used to love that because oh, yeah. you, you, 
you could push him as hard as you could and that's still smiling and that have an absolute ball. But yeah, sort of when, when I used to run with um, Western Suburbs, mm -hmm. um, I did me um, the coach's certificate then. Yeah. And I got into training the distance kids, as they say. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they were just little legends, sort of. Oh. And they'd, they'd be say, like, they'd get their little PBs or whatever, and they'd, they'd just be wrapped. So. I listened to something the other day, it sort of reminds me of, um, and it was a bloke who had, or he had a heart attack or something after having a couple of running a few marathons. And after that, he said his attitude towards his running changed. And it was that what he loved so much about his running isn't what he could get out of it as in, you know, getting going fast or beating somebody or whatever, doing another marathon. But when he was training with other people, he got a lot more out of their results and seeing everybody else get PB. So it, it sounds quite similar to, you know, your being what you got out of training, you know, the kids. So well, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I could have ran mm. my own stuff and, and I could have stood there and watched them run around the track, mm. but I'd, I'd just run with them. Yeah. Just talk to them and tell them how, how, about their stride or whatever, get, do their breathing and or just keep them relaxed and comfortable. And, and then when, when they're ready to go fast and whatever, you just sort of go with them. Yeah. You, you don't beat them and whatever. You just sort of, mm. they're always like a half a step in front of you and you're saying, yeah. oh, God, you're trying to keep up with them. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> just stuff like that. It was really good. Oh, that's awesome. I yeah. love that. Like I half expected you to say, oh, yes, of course, the triple top. <laughs> you know, we were just talking about yeah. it. Yeah. But no, it's, it's, you know, something quite yeah, a different a, angle. Just, just the little things like, yeah, I, I used to just love running with the kids. Mm. So I used to have a little group that I'd um, train with. Yeah. Um, you probably know them, like Natalia. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Back then. Smith, yeah. And Jake, Bert yep. Whistle. Yep. Yep. Um, Dylan Evans. Yep. Other guy. We all yeah. used to get together and train. Yeah. Down at um, Royal Park. And oh, wow. oh, that, that was great. Like, back then, I could just keep up with them sort of kids, but. <laughs> Yeah, that, that that was just highlights, sort of. Yeah. Wow, didn't like, they go on and um oh, do yeah, some yeah. amazing things? That little stable. Yeah, yeah. oh, they were fantastic. <laughs> what but, great but, memories! Yeah, just, just little things like that, sort of. I'd rather see someone else get a, a bigger benefit yeah. or a bigger boost or boost yeah. their confidence. Yeah. Than, yeah. That's amazing. So I can remember you, as I said at the start running around and around the track when we were doing like a 12 hour race. I think it was a 12 hour one. Can you I, remember? I, yeah, I did. Um, I did, I did this um, six hour one mm. at, up, up at Salinas there. Yeah. 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 And around and around and around in circles for six hours. Woo. It was, it was different. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not a normal kind of, um, or it wasn't back then a normal sort of running uh, activity for you that <laughs> no not not no i'd rather just run on the road somewhere but i've never <laughs> ran around around this is how far yeah. you can go yeah it was pretty it was pretty cool like it's different it, it's but quite I, a thing isn't it like um you know there was you think you go okay well you know running we just go on the road and go for a run or we go for a trail go for a run and then all you, you do track stuff and then you probably don't go much further than 10 kilometers on the track you know that's yeah. sort of how yeah, our head that, works that, that, and then suddenly you've got this oh actually there are people who just go round and round and round and although that seems silly to most of us who just do normal running um when you're there, you do realize, well, that means I can go to every 400 meters. I can go to the bathroom. I could get a massage. I could change my shoes. I could <laughs> yeah. you know, have a nap or whatever. Yeah, then every 400 you meters, you know, you all of your gear or whatever is just there. It's just quite yeah. a, an interesting concept I found. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I remember the first time that was on up there, I've like been reading about it and whatever, and I hadn't ended or anything because I was working all that week and whatever, and I finished on the Friday morning. Yeah. And I said to me, and my wife then said, oh, depends how I wake up in the morning. I might see if I can go up and enter it late and whatever. And so I got up Friday afternoon and went for a bike ride out to Lagana and whatever, push bike ride, and then I come home yeah. and I thought, eh, not too bad. And then wake up early the next morning, I thought, I'm going up to enter it. So I did. <laughs> Uh, uh, and and was, you did that, very well, from my memory. 
Oh. Yeah. yeah oh, it's one of the things where you just challenge yourself and yeah. it's nice to see how far you can actually push yourself. It was, I think I went to two of them where I, I was just really just helping as a volunteer, but just went in and went in a team and just did a two hour stint. Um, yeah. But my, my nephew, who was only 18 at the time, he's now, I don't know, 32 or something, but he decided he'd, he'd started running and he was a boxer as well. So running was a bit of his training. So he came up and he said, oh, I'll have a go. And, and yeah. he started and he pulled up out at about 45, 50 kilometers. And it wasn't until later on, he goes, Oh, I've run a marathon. Cause he was just, you know, he's just a fit young kid who was just sort of giving it a bit of a go. Hadn't really thought much about it. And then just sort of <laughs> clocked up his marathon. Crazy, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? That, that's just the joys of running. You don't, you don't realize what you can capable of. It was amazing. It just kind of blew my mind. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, you're, you're, you kind of told us what your kind of everyday sort of training is. Do you do much running on the road for your training or do you do trails or you like to mix it up a bit? Mainly up in the bush, but mm -hmm. you've got to go along the road to get there. So yeah. So you run so, to the start of the trail. Yeah. Yeah. Run, run, run from home and just sort of run on the road for probably a couple of kilometers and then do yeah. you know, eight or 10 kilometers up in the bush and then yeah. a couple of kilometers to come home. And then back. And do you have, do you listen to stuff or are you a, a not It depends. Listener? Like now, now that I'm a gym instructor, <laughs> that I, I find that it's a good way to listen to the music that you got to learn. Of course. All, all, all the things that you do. Wow. So, I never thought of it like that. I, I find with that side of it, um, you got to listen to the music over and over again. And, and once you get used to the music, um, reading the choreography, for the music for what you have to do with the music is so much easier yeah because so, you know what yeah. beats about to come and what you know yeah, what, you have yeah, to do what, yeah, whatever all, all the les mill stuff is all like um choreographed it's all written okay. out and you just have to follow it uh-huh well enough that people can follow you so yeah. does that mean it's kind of like dancing No, no, like I, I, there's, there's one I do at the moment. Um, it's a new one, um, Les Mills Tone. Yeah. And it's more like, it's like a, it's like a um, heat glass. So yep. it's got everything from Les Tone, Les Mills in it. Um, there's like, there's no heavy weights. It's light hand weights. It's more to do with, which, which is good for um, my running, I suppose. It's all about movement of the body, um, mm -hmm. your, your core, um, your balance. Yeah. Uh, your rhythm. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just all different sorts of stuff. And it's good because there's, there's about 14 tracks in every class and they're about three minutes in total. And yeah. you get to work as hard as you like. So if you don't want to work too hard, you take it easy. <laughs> but if you want to smash it out with me, you can. <laughs> you can. Uh, so when can I, you I get back to it? I'm hoping to start teaching RPM again in or when, once my sling comes off. Mm -hmm. So that's another four weeks. I've got another four weeks in the sling. Because mm. the doctor said that um, the tendon's in a holding stage at the moment. Mm -hmm. I've got another, he yeah, said, so in another four weeks, I'll be able to start taking it out of the sling mm -hmm. for longer and start moving it around. So, yeah, four, another four weeks. Hopefully, I'll be back teaching RPM, Excellent. which is good. I yeah. love that. Yeah, that, that was the first one I learned. No, no, um, heavy work overhead for yeah. four months, so but that's all right yeah. as long as I can go and teach something, it'll be good. Get <laughs> me mind back in the game. What do, you, what do you think motivates you? Because I mean, you would even see it in the gym work, not to mention at your own work and just in society in our in Launceston. Yeah. Like not everybody is motivated to get out and stay fit as you are. Or, um, so what, what do you think makes you different? What, what is it that gets you wanting to have your heart rate up and feel fit? And I love it. Like I love challenging myself, which 
um, I suppose comes out in the way I, if I teach a class or if I teach someone about running or whatever, it's it's all in my enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. of, it's how it comes out, sort of. If if they can see that I love what I'm doing, yeah, it sort of hopefully they can take a little bit of that out of me and take it over to self and and yeah. find the passion for it. Yeah, it's always there. It never dies. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. it's interesting it, isn't it when you it when is. you look at like because there are so many people this day and age there are so many ways that you can be sedentary like there's so many things taking our attention away from you know eating healthily and and staying fit and and even just getting outside like there are just That's, so many things that want well, our attention in saying that too, like when people say oh you must eat special things and whatever and do this not like i well, what works for me, I suppose, is you can eat anything you like as long as you eat it in moderation. Mm. I mean, if you want to have um, takeaway meals every night of the week, that's what you got to look forward to, I suppose. But if you want to just have little treats here and there, just eat, eat things in moderation, you can still eat whatever you like mm. as long as you can exercise and burn it off. And, and use it. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah, love that. Um, when you're running... What sort of things are you thinking about apart from um, how do I do this move in my Les Mills class? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not always like that. Sometimes it's just, it's just, it's a, it's just a good way to get things out of your head. Yeah. When, when I run, not, not all the time, but if I do have a, an issue in, in my life or in me, but in my mind anyway, yeah, it's a good way to get out and try and resolve it, and yeah. think of things to overcome it. Yeah. So you do find it like a time, you know, just to be with you and and your yeah, thoughts or whatever, and work through. Yeah, you time. Yeah, yeah I love that. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Do you? I mean, you said before that you sometimes, or you used to run with um. We called them the kids, but they're not the kids anymore. Not kids anymore. <laughs> just thinking those ones are not kids anymore. But you, so you used to run with people. Do you, do you run much with people now when when you're running, or are you mostly running by yourself? Most of the uh, when I used to just uh, do a lot of running mm -hmm. because I work shift work. I just do it by myself. Yeah. Because no no one be, no one would be off when I wanted to run. Mm. Like too many other things happening. Yeah. When, other people wanted to run, I suppose. So I, 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 I was still there, just run by myself because it's easy if I can get up whenever I want to go for a run and just yeah. go, go out the door and go. So how do you, um, how do you motivate yourself to get out the door on the days when, for whatever reason, you're not feeling like going for a run? Do you make yourself go because it's you know maybe you're running, you're training for something or, or whatever or. Or do you give yourself a break and say, no, I don't have to go today? <laughs> it just, just depends. Like if mm -hmm. yeah, normally I, I have no troubles about getting out and going for a run, mm -hmm. but on, on the days where you, you just don't feel like it, you just say, oh, well, sit back and relax. Yeah. And, so, and how do you fit it in? That's the other, I mean, because it does sound like you have a pretty busy life. On, I always make room. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a priority, though, in your life, isn't it? I feel like it's a, a very big priority. Yeah. Well, when I was, um, I even just tried to be, um, um, sort of, I started training for the, the Lonnie 10. Mm -hmm. So I did, um, what was it, last year, I think it was, me and a friend of mine did the Fresh No Challenge. Yeah. And I was lucky enough. I, I did both the running races, and he did the kayak and the mountain bike, and I did the, the runs awesome. and the road bike ride. So, awesome. I was I was training for that, and then bloody COVID hit, and everyone uh -huh. couldn't do anything. Yeah. And then um, I sort of kept on moving a little bit through there, and then um, went into the gone nuts. Did that gone nuts twenty five. <laughs> was still feeling alright. I thought oh, I'll just keep on moving along and. Then I got bloody COVID. Oh no! So, ah. They put a put an end to everything for a bit. Yeah. Week after I got out of COVID, I did my shoulder, 
but in, I was already training for the Lonnie 10, so to have a run in the Lonnie 10. Yeah. So I just sort of kept on plodding along and until it, yeah. I did, did it, ended up running it, but um, then I had to stop because it was too sore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you listen to your body sometimes. Oh, yeah, have to these days, but sort of yeah, if we don't, it just takes longer to get over. That's right, and it's longer that you're not running, isn't yeah. it? It's that kind of, yeah. When we're younger, it does seem that our body um, forgives us a bit more for things that we do. If we can get away with more, that's probably what I need to say. <laughs> okay, uh, I keep I did drop a little bit then as well. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, talking about COVID makes me cough. Um, where would you say that running has improved your life so that if you didn't run, which is going to be, it's quite hard for people like you because there hasn't been, well, there has been some time in your life, but it's like, what would your life be like if running wasn't in it? It is a question. Mm. Um, I have have no idea. Mm. I I honestly have no idea. You can't imagine an orb who doesn't run. Always good to have a little orb around somewhere. <laughs> so what does running give your life, do you think? What's the best thing that running gives you? Can you say that? It, 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 say that again. Me. It's me. It, it's you. Like it's yeah. so intrinsically. It, it makes makes me what I what makes me what I me. It's, yeah, it's hard, hard to describe. It is, isn't it? Mm. I couldn't imagine me not being a runner. Yeah. But it's it, it's sort of it has defined a lot of my life, I suppose. Sort of. Mm. Yeah. And in a positive yeah. way. Yeah. It's yeah. Been it, well, yeah everybody I know to say, oh, uh, all we ever seen was it's like a bit like Forrest Gump. All you ever see was all running around everywhere. Yeah. And, yeah, sort of, yeah, I, I don't know. Like it's. Helped me through some of the lowest parts of my life. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. And 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 has brought me some of the highest parts of my life yeah. too. So it's yeah. it's kind of um it's how you've moved through the world in many ways, isn't it? It's how you move. In a hurry. <laughs> yeah, in a hurry. <laughs> I imagine um as you get get older, it'll be a little slower, but it's still be yeah. Yeah, we, 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 we do. it's just life. You, you, you got to get slower. You can't stay yeah. super quick forever. But yeah, I was sort of, I'll just keep on plodding as long, long as I can now. <laughs> it's yeah. a, like on the podcast, I've spoken, spoken now to so many people in their like 60s and 70s and things who, who are, some of them didn't start running until they're in their 40s or 50s, but they're all very passionate about it. And I remember when I was in my 20s and, and I was loving my running and, and running quite quick, I remember thinking, oh, even though I'm not the fastest runner, I know I'll just run forever. And so when I get into the age groups, you know, <laughs> like in my <laughs> 70s and 80s, I might be the fastest then in my age group. But then I turn around, I'm talking to all these people on the podcast and they're all, you know, super quick 70s and 80-year-olds. And I'm like, oh, I might need to let go of that goal. <laughs> I was, I was listening to one of yours the other day when you was talking to Casey. Yeah, yeah. And I still remember the first time I ever met Casey. Was you running do? In the, they're running in the Bernie 10. Oh, wow. We were around about the same and sort of we hooked up together on the way back. Oh, that's amazing. And it was just like a little jewel all the way to the end. <laughs> We've been friends ever since. <laughs> it, was, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting question, actually. Um when it comes to running, it's quite a, it, it is quite a solo thing as a rule. But so many people have told me that yeah, they started running for X reason or whatever as an adult, but they often stayed because of the friends they made. I've made so many awesome friends over the years mm. through running and that, and mm. it's always good to catch up with them every now and then, just see whether they're still feeling the same about their running, or they're actually still yeah. running, or whether they've just given up the ghost or whatever. But yeah. Hey, yeah. it's, it is interesting. It is. I think because, because we have um, that in common, the, you know, we have yeah. something in common and, and it, it's a good thing 
I believe. <laughs> I think everybody yeah. should run. Um, yeah. So it's kind of that like-minded people being able to, so even though people come from all different walks of life, if, when we run, it's that one thing we can have in common and we learn more about each other as a result. I think people need to learn that when, when you run, it's not always about running fast and mm. being able to be the best and whatever. Mm. Like you've only just got to get off the couch and put one foot in front of the other a little bit faster and faster and you, you're, mm. you're, a, you're a runner. You're yep. a, as long as you can walk, you can run. Yeah. So it's it's not something that you got to bust yourself at. No. You just got to do what you can when you can and fit yeah. it into your life somewhere. Yeah. For your longevity as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's interesting because yeah. because the science now has proven that when you're running, not only is it really good for us physically, but in our minds or there's a whole bunch of new neural pathways being created and it looks a little bit like somebody who's meditating so you know it actually has lots of really good mental health benefits that aren't just endorphins you know we think about runners high and stuff there's all this other stuff that we kind of know when you've been a runner for a long time like you and I we kind of just know it it's just part of part of the whole thing like you said if you go for a run when things are feeling pretty crappy feel a bit better or it kind of helps you work through stuff um but now there's actual physical science to show why that's the case so i think that's pretty cool yeah they should make more kids run at school <laughs> <laughs> no they can't do it these days it's not politically correct anymore <laughs> can't they make it anything. Yeah. <laughs> i think that's it should right. be like like brushing your teeth yeah. Yeah. I mean, they hardly do any, even do any pe at school anymore just it's yeah, I don't know. They they they, they missed. Well, God, I used to love doing PE when I was at school. But you do an hour, whatever day at school, and it was great. So you get in. It's it's how you become a team or team orientated, yeah. I suppose, because yeah. you get out and do sport with the kids mm. in your class. And yeah, but now it's sort of yeah, not so yeah. much. Every sort of sport they want to play under the sun. So mm. there's a million of them out there now. Lots of choice. Yeah. Not to mention esports. I had um, I had Josh on a couple of weeks ago as well. Oh, yeah. Josh Harris, and he's yeah. yep. he's got an injury, and he was talking about being on the bike and doing Swift. You know the. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and then trying out for like I think it's Australia to be in the Australian e games. On the swift so there oh, are people God. <laughs> i was like what you're blowing what my mind <laughs> so there are people at home in their living room staring at a computer on their stationary bike racing each other for their country oh, well, there you go. <laughs> it's like what it's, yeah it's <laughs> i know yeah. i thought that um i thought i'm gonna have to do some research into that <laughs> just, look at that myself i know hey, so I, don't, I, I know you can do swift um running as well now like you hook it up to like a treadmill and oh, you have okay. the little computer thingy in front of you the screen and you can be running you know wherever you want in the world based on that yeah. program i don't know if they have the same sort of um, e-games that they do for the bike as they do for yeah. for the running on the treadmill okay yeah but mm, isn't that it's fascinating i've, I've ne never found running on a treadmill very exciting no so i always kind of i get that reverse snob thing happening when i run past a gym and somebody's on a treadmill looking out i'm like you could just come outside and go for a run so i get some fresh air on you. I, know. I know everybody does it for a reason and um and and when i used to go to the gym very briefly in my life it was to warm up when i was on the treadmill because it was my uh, most familiar yeah. thing yeah, that, that's that's the normal warmer they give you yeah, the yeah. five minutes on the bike or five minutes on the tread you know you go yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how important um, before we wrap up how important I mean, I think you already kind of mentioned this before, but you have got such great experience and knowledge to draw on. But the strength work, how important do you think that is for your longevity in running for people in general? Really important. I was, talking, I was actually up at the aquatic centre the other day, so when it just popped in for a visit. Of so course you did. <laughs> There's a lot of the older clientele up there and that like they... Do their strength work and stuff like. Mm -hmm. well, it's good, good for your bone structure, your bone mm -hmm. density. 
And as I was talking to the lady the other day, like ever since she's only been going there for probably two or three years now. Yeah. And she, when she first started, like uh, she'd probably be, you know, close to six. I better not say it because I might get it wrong, but she's nearly she's older than my, 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 she's a little bit older than me. And yeah, like she's noticed a difference in herself. Like a lot of her friends are a little bit older and they don't yeah. do anything. And she's got to think of herself, you know, like if you want to be healthy, live a little bit longer, look after your body. It's the, the, the strength works good for you. your bone strength, bone strength and bone density, so which, mm. which a lot of people, older people suffer, mm. breaking bones easy, so forth. And, well, they do keep, I even heard an article the other day on the radio about um, as you get older and you fall, the, yep. the, how the percentage of people who fall in their 70s, 60s, 70s and break a hip, Yep. The prognosis after that, after that for you having, you know, returning to your previous fitness and health is quite low. Like yep. they, it tends to be quite downhill after that. So if you can, as you said, build up the bone strength or keep it strong um, by strength work, then you're only doing it's, it doesn't have to, It doesn't have to be big weights or anything. It's just mm. what you can manage and what you can do. And mm. it's, it's always more than nothing. So yeah, that's yeah. true. Better than people yeah. sitting on the couch doing nothing. Yeah watching the telly <laughs> all that kind of stuff um all right it has been amazing to talk to you all but before we go um is there anything about running that we haven't really touched on that you would like to share i suppose just don't don't think it's impossible anybody can run you just mm. got to put your mind to it mm -hmm. i suppose mm. so it, it's it's it, it, everyone's got it inside them yeah i, I know they have yeah. I, I can see it but just everyone they, they are a bit, a bit put off by the actual thought of running because it's they think it's such hard work when yeah. when, and when 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 once you start it's not you, you you will get benefits out of it whether big or small or whatever you want yeah. to do just yeah. enjoy yourself what you put into it a bit too isn't it yeah. that, the benefits you'll get out um all right uh i would love to hear from you some tips if somebody came up to you and said oh but i really want to start running what would you suggest that they do to get started nah um <laughs> just just start with walking and yeah. walking and little jogs and yeah well nothing too serious They're just jog from one telegraph pole to the next and mm -hmm. walk for three or four it yep. just doesn't doesn't really matter just mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's there's no hurry in running it's just sort of yeah progress how it progress on how you feel like it's, like everyone says these days just listen to your body and yeah if you think you can run have yeah. a little run if you need to stop and have a walk just stop and have a walk you know just, um even amy said um the another running legend from launceston <laughs> amy lampret said um in when i talked to her that um running isn't just about running that there's plenty of walking and running basically yeah it depends on what you're doing and where you're going like, yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah uh, even the greatest runners stop for a walk exactly it's just there's, there's no there's no shame there's nothing in yeah anything you just sort of you just do what you can do and that's all you can ever do like i can remember <laughs> being you know in my 20s and very enthusiastic and all it's a traffic light i can't stop so you just run on the spot they <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> always say that so yeah. I don't need to be like that anymore <laughs> i remember years ago uh, like when i was running a long time ago like i never thought you used to have to stop either so i just kept on going and yeah sort of you'd, you'd race the traffic lights and or yep. you'd run up the road running between the cars and you'd never you'd never stand still running but now like yeah and yes. you wonder what advantage you got from that. <laughs> Probably got, nearly got run over a few times. <laughs> but, it was uh, almost a disadvantage. <laughs> was, yeah. So, All never, right. Never, never it, just enjoy it. Oh, but it has been amazing to share a little bit of your awesomeness and wisdom with everyone because you've certainly gained a lot of it over the years, a lot of the running that you've done. I'd hate to know how many kilometres you've actually covered. Oh, so would I. <laughs> and the bears of sand shoes and yeah. oh my God. Oh, that's a question I often ask people I haven't asked you. Um, 
Do you have one pair of shoes that you run with most of the time? I know that you have track stuff and other bits and pieces, but, or are you, uh, I wear one, yeah, multiple pairs of shoes that you train with at any one time. Um, because I've got wide feet, mm-hmm. I've got little hobbits feet. They're sort of <laughs> short and wide. Nice. Uh, I, I have to buy the, the wider shoe. So yeah. I, I buy a two E or a four E. And the only ones that I could run in for a long time are ASICs. Okay. Because they, they were they were my go-to shoe for yeah. a long time. I've still got a couple of pairs here. But, yeah, sort of, yeah. I, no, normally just one pair of shoes yeah. that I'd stick to all the time. Yeah. So would you have one pair of the ASICs or would you have two pairs of the same that you would rotate? Seven pairs of the same that I would oh. rotate. <laughs> How many pairs? We missed the first bit when you said that. Six or seven or eight. Six or seven pairs of the same model that you would rotate so we get yeah. that clearly. <laughs> yeah. And they'd be, they'd be, whether they're running on the road or running in the bush, they'd all be the same. And, oh, amazing. Yeah. And that works for you, so, it, you know. It did, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. Trying, trying a new brand at the moment. I've gone mm-hmm. into the Hoka Ones. How are they going? Not, not, not plugging them or anything, but I'm just going to give them a go for a little while, see what they're like. I had them last year. They were they were so 2021 for me. Oh, no. oh okay. <laughs> now I'm on. Now I'm on. Uh, is it Ultra? Ultra. Ultra. Oh, yeah. From yeah. um from Find Your Feet. I just want to try something. It's a across um a hybrid, so a trail yeah. slash road. Yeah, bit of I've got a um a pair of the the Solomon ones in there mm-hmm. that I'll use when I eventually get back up to running in the bush and whatever but yeah i usually take them usually take them out with me because i uh i was running out around little way up over mount barrow on that oh yeah and I, i'd use them running up around through there oh no not very nice to run on the road with so no they're too um i've got a pair and had them on at one point when i shouldn't have and that was like oh that's horrible <laughs> Like on the road, they're, they're not too bad in, in the in the bush and on the trails yeah. and that, but not on the road. So yeah, yeah. the surface yeah. is too unforgiving, isn't it? All right, thank you, Orb. It has been awesome. We could just talk for hours and hours and days and days, which is yeah. When we all have that interest in running, there's always lots to talk about. So I do appreciate you giving up some of your valuable recovery time. <laughs> I'll get back on the bike in a minute. (laughs) Of course you will, of course. (laughs) So that you're ready when you get back to running. All right. (laughs) Again, thank you. Don't run away straight away. I'll say goodbye to you off the recording as well. But thank you so much for turning up and sharing some of your goodness with us. It's been amazing. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it for a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit head over to the website fitmindfitbody.co and i'll see you there plus i'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode and before you go I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.